Welcome to our next episode of Fandom Family Chats. This is a production of Family Fan Clubs on Facebook. You can find us all over Facebook. You can find us all over social media under Fandom Family Chats. Look us up, get dialed in, get plugged in, and get ready to listen to some crazy people talk crazy stuff. Guys, welcome back to FFC. I'm Maureen. I'm Amanda. And we are back with another Netflix episode. We're coming at you with some rom-coms today. We've got a good mix of new and old. We've got three 2023 movies and one honorary 2022 movie because it was so good and I forgot it wasn't 2023 movie. So I think this it was is a late 2022. It was because I didn't see it on my list until January of 2023. So I think it might have been December, November, like Wednesday. I think, I think so. Time. I think so. so. We are talking rom-coms tonight. We are going to start off with a brand spanking new one, A Tourist Guide to Love. And I was a little worried because I didn't like that. Um, oh, what's her face? Rachel Lee Cook? No. I love her. Uh, Julia Roberts. That one that, that Eat, Pray, Love. That one. I oh. thought it was going to be similar to that. Mm. And that felt kind of flat for me. It was kind of boring, that one. So I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch this. But this was good. It was I'm cute. so glad that you think Eat, Pray, Love is not like the best movie of all times because so many people do. And Why? I, I don't know. Like I've watched it a few times just because I watch it and then I forget that I don't really <laughs> love it. And then I think I like it. And then I rewatch it again. It's just, uh, yeah, it's not very. And I love I, I love Julie Roberts. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. It's just one movie. I like that... her as an actress. But Rachel Lee Cook is in here and I have loved her since she's all that. Oh, of course. Who hasn't? I, I think she's amazing. And she was married to Daniel Gillies. So if you can uh, if you can nab Daniel Gillies, I mean, you're pretty much the queen of all things. I'm so. sorry, but she also did divorce Daniel Gillies. So that mm. means that she is think of it this way. Not that she divorced Daniel Gillies, but she is even better that her 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 bar is raised so high because she's so awesome. That she was able to oh, divorce Daniel Gillis. See, I was going another way. I was like, <laughs> I was like well, I guess it was nice up. that she like let him free. So give him to everybody else. Or I don't know. That's that's my thinking. Maybe. Like, the way I can swing it to still like Rachel. Like, well, she I'll, set him free. I think she's cute. And she's like nostalgia for me. She's my high school year. So we'll read a synopsis of it. It is an executive who goes through an unexpected breakup, then accepting an assignment to go undercover and learn about the tourist industry in Vietnam. I thought there was good chemistry between the actors and the characters. It's Amanda Riley is Rachel Lee Cook. And Sin is, which I know that's a common Indian name or Vietnamese name. Mm Mm-hmm. But I just think it's funny that they named him Sin and she's going on this vacation and she falls in love and it's, you know, there's got to be some play there. Yeah. <laughs> and then Ben Feldman, I like him a lot too. He plays mm-hmm. John and I could not, it took me forever to realize what I knew him from, but it's, it's uh that one with America Ferrera, that show. Oh, um, what is it called? Superstar. I can see. Yeah. I was going to say, I can see like Jonah. Like yellow. <laughs> And he was the most ridiculous character. And I loved him on there. And then the woman who plays your boss, Mona. I love her. Yes, I do Is too. Pyle? Mm-hmm. Mm. The I love first her thing I ever anything. saw her in was um, uh, a Galaxy Quest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she plays the alien up there. That was the first thing I ever saw her in. And I've loved her since then. So see where she reminds me of? She reminds me of the mean mom from parent trap oh she does a lot yeah she has like those unique Mm -hmm. features as the same and i always as soon as i see her i think about her and it just Mm -hmm. gives that actually gives me some nostalgia too (laughs) in a weird (laughs) loop around way but i love her Mm -hmm. keep going we have glenn sweet who's he now oh he's brian he's he's the british He's, he's the british husband right yep and Maya, her name is spelled like my daughter's name. And I was, I like that. And the, I, the one thing that's, I wish they would have, and I could talk about this about com- and complaints, but I wish they shed a little more light on the relationship between the two moms who had the daughter. Her and because the, they were, it felt like the whole movie, they were building that up. Mm-hmm. They sort of forgot about the moms completely at a certain point and just focused on their daughter and this boy. And then they even threw in his grandpa there. And I was like, well, where did that one go? I, yeah. I want more of that. That kid, Alex. 
what a sweetheart like I- finding out like at the end that it was his grandpa that yeah. he was filming all of this for and not his facebook live mm-hmm. fans <laughs> that was such a a nice little twist yeah. at the end for his little it was all the people in his retirement home that were watching him that were (laughs) it's just so sweet so innocent and sweet and he was just so enthusiastic Mm -hmm. the whole time filming all over his grandfather so that was overall the movie was just super it was just cute sweet and wholesome yes very wholesome there was nothing i could watch it with my daughters and there's no issues with it very family friendly very family friendly i would even say it's doesn't even need pg rating could just use a g rating because it's i mean it's super chill it is it's very chill um we have the ex-boyfriend who shows up (laughs) i rolled my eyes almost rolled all the way back into my head mm-hmm. what was his name again i just saw it john john we were just talking about him i couldn't remember his name john first of all john's dumb <laughs> super dumb her <laughs> for With letting... a very quick turnaround very quick like i feel like that was a little a little forced it wasn't very believable but let's get real how many rom-coms are believable <laughs> that's true every hall don't every hallmark movie is possible amanda Uh, every one of them yeah they all have the exact same outcome (laughs) that's why i love them (laughs) the exact same plot twist like i know what's gonna happen i will hit play the movie and be and tell you exactly how that movie's gonna end (laughs) don't fix something that's not broken it works and there i am all the time watching them (laughs) because i like them i like the known Mm -hmm. those are comfort shows because you know they're going to have happy endings you know you're going to be okay at the end and i felt that going into this one because it it opened like that was what i thought of it opened like a hallmark movie does yeah with uh with how they even how they introduced the complaint the customer was having about how they had no idea where they were they got on the wrong booze cruise (laughs) even that how how they played that out how the characters interacted it felt like a hallmark the only thing was the quality of the picture made me realize it was a little more highbrow than Hallmark, <laughs> but not by much. <laughs> yeah, I could have told you what that photo would look like at Hallmark. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then we also have uh, Banoi, who I love. I love Grandma. She's awesome. Oh, wasn't she amazing? <laughs> she, she, she was spot on. She yes. knew what her grandson needed. She reminded me so much of my grandmother. It was ridiculous. Oh, really? I don't know if it's just like the Asian culture, but my grandmother, like, I remember when we went out to visit them in Washington and I was talking about my dog and how she would cry all the time and she would shake. And my grandmother, without even missing a beat in her super crazy thick Korean accent went, probably something you did. (laughs) What? She was salty at us because we didn't go out there and visit them very often. So every time we went out there, she would throw those little jabs in there. And it was so entertaining. And then when her mom came to visit, those two were like, she, like her mother was Banoi, like exactly Banoi. And so it was, <laughs> I think that might've been why I loved this movie so much because it just reminded me of my grandparents and it just, it was, oh, it was awesome. There was- and An, is that how you say her name? The cousin with the pink hair? It's A N H, but I couldn't. I had my fan going, so I couldn't really see. Were they saying un? Un? And? Something like Something that? Like that. Yeah. Did it sound to you like she had an Australian accent? I didn't it pick was, up on it, but I'd have to listen now. Off. <laughs> I'd have to go back and listen. It wasn't. Are we having another like XO Kitty moment? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> like it wasn't bad. Like she, I, I actually liked her character a lot. I thought she was funny. I thought she was entertaining. I thought she helped him with the storyline really nicely. But she I, did. she, they did mention one time, Banoi said, when An was in Australia, she even going to school, she even called me every night. So I know that she was in Australia, but she had yeah. this, it was like almost a cross between a Vietnamese and an Australian accent the whole time. So it was very, it wasn't a bad thing, which is very different. I hadn't heard that accent before. And it was kind of neat to listen to it. It was, I, it was, I bet she has like little hints of an Australian accent yeah if she had lived there it was probably a good mix now mm-hmm. 
She's actually only been in two movies. I was just looking at that a second ago. I was trying to see if she had been in anything else. My Mr. Wife and a Tourist Guide to Love. I, I wish she was in more. She's very natural. I liked it. I did too. If I wouldn't have gone in here and looked, I would have assumed she had been in a lot more. She mm-hmm. seemed comfortable. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Do you have, did you have some favorite things about the movie? I liked more that they didn't just do the touristy stuff. I mm-hmm. liked when they kind of went off onto the land and kind of shoot, shoot you. What now? <laughs> <laughs> just kind of showed you more of the back end of the country and those yeah. little spots. I liked that. That was mm-hmm. a little bit different than we see other movies. I thought that was mm-hmm. a good way to branch the movie out to be a little bit standalone. Yeah, I agree with that. I think there was even one point when Sin said, when people think of Vietnam, they think of the war, but we're so much more than that. And then you see these amazing rice fields and these, like you think, because that is what I think of when I think of Vietnam is I think of all the images I saw from the war of like what the houses look like as little huts. That was no little hut. That was a beautiful open air home. Like I would love to stay in that place. Yeah. And it was, it looked very beautiful. And I think it was filmed in Vietnam, wasn't it? I think so. I I assumed so. It was so pretty. And when they, I, that was one of my favorite parts too, is when they went off the beaten path and they went, there was the first time he took her off the beaten path. And yeah. Yeah. Gorgeous. Absolutely stunning. And I I like that they highlighted that in it. It wasn't just like, oh, this is just going to be a backdrop. They highlighted the land and they highlighted yeah. the country while they were telling this story. I thought that was really well done. And it didn't seem like they were just telling you just to tell you. Mm-hmm. No, like they're it, really it educating you. Yeah. And that one, the first time he took her out to this really beautiful historic ruins, that was one of my favorite scenes. And that was, yeah. It it convicted me a little bit because I think that when I, when I have these desires to, cause I always have desires to go off to Europe and go visit all these places and all these historical sites, like my, in my head, I want to go to see all the historical things. I want to go see all these, all the, all the popular tourist destinations, but these countries are so much more than just what a tourist sees or so much more than just an American thinks of their country. They're just they're It made me want to go do more traveling. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's beautiful. I mm. want to go sit in the middle of that. <laughs> yes. Just take a gonder. <laughs> I've been sitting here trying to think of complaints that I have. I have some. <laughs> I always have some. <laughs> trying to think of mine. I need to be way less critical of things, I think. <laughs> That's my problem. Why Exo Kitty? I tore apart, man. Good. That that brought its parade way down to an average score. I would say like John coming back and messing with them, but that's like, I feel like that had to have happened. It did, yeah. It had to be a part of it. So that's not even a complaint. I think my only complaints, and it's it's so superficial and it doesn't affect my pleasure of viewing the movie. It's just when I saw it, I was like, really? That's what she's doing? The day after John broke up with her and she showed up in the office in that almost formal evening gown outfit just to go to a day in the office. It was that red off the shoulder outfit. What? Oh, wasn't that freaking adorable though? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was way too fancy for a day in the office. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why is this what you're wearing right now? This is insanity. But I, I don't know. I didn't even think about it, but you are I, right. <laughs> it's very you know, You're totally right. <laughs> and really a day, like the day after you get broken up with, you're not going to look that good. No. Or, I mean, if you cared about them. Certainly not the way she was talking. Like she was, she was bereaved. She was upset. She was very emotional about it. And I'm like, no, the other thing that I had an issue with, but again, like with John, this had to happen. Sin went way over the top, way too fast. Like he came back and she was very quick, very immediate to say ex-boyfriend. He is my ex-boyfriend. And they were talking (laughs) about that at the welcome party that she was getting away from someone she loved. Or that broke up with her. The moms figured that out. So he yeah. already knew she would. That's why she yeah, was, was there. Like it's not like she shock. hit it. Yeah. And he was, he wouldn't talk to her about it. Like, dude. Yeah. It, that was a little obviously bit strange. chose you, man. I thought their, their, their fight. <laughs> quote, yeah. I'm air quoting here. Their fight <laughs> was 
kind of an excuse just to have in a fight to have it a makeup they were trying to do the hallmark formula i agree i think the fight was kind of weak they could have drummed that up a little more made it a little more substantial maybe because they did sort of focus on the fact that she was the hidden shopper but that's a normal thing for the industry to do and it's not like she was putting in a bid for this company the uncle chose to sell it but he like yeah. held Rachel Lee Cook responsible for it. She's she's not even the one yeah. buying the company. That's the that's where I was a little bit. I remember now watching it the first time, mm-hmm. and just kind of had that feeling of like, why are you mad at her? It's like, I guess I understand because he felt almost lied to. Yeah, I think he was more mad at the situation as a whole, but he just took it out on her. I do too. I do too, and I think that's why they were able to makeup at the end it's just it just felt weak there was hurt feelings yes mm-hmm. and i like i did appreciate that um amanda's character she didn't just go back home and sit and stew and be like oh i don't know how i'm gonna get him back sort of thing she was like no this is dumb i'm gonna fix it and we're gonna just be over this yep and i like that go get him attitude i appreciate that i did too I did too. I liked her. So what overall grade would you give this movie? A B plus. Yeah, I, I think I'd be in the B plus, A minus range. I would. I mean, I don't I don't even know what to tell them to do to like get to an A plus. I feel like it's just what are a normal clothes? You know, it's 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 a rom com. Yeah. There's a thousand of them. <laughs> and I mean, you're gonna have to do something like off the wall kind of to get my attention to get like an an a plus yeah you know it was a good movie mm-hmm. i'd probably it watch it again yeah but will it be a go-to on your nights when you just want a feel-good movie probably not no there's other no. rom-coms that you'll turn to but it was still a good movie how to lose a guy in 10 days that's one of my go-tos yeah i was thinking 27 you know dresses. why because it's funny yeah this one didn't have a lot of funny that's true it was and very I need sweet. funny with mine yeah yeah I like I like to laugh. They were true. I think. Do you think this will be a trend with Netflix with the rom coms they put out that they're going to try to follow the Hallmark formula? Because I noticed they were doing that at Christmas time too with the Lindsay Lohan movie that was straight out of Hallmark. So I'm wondering if they're going to try to do that with all their stuff now. They have a couple different and they, oh they did that in love one with um Cat Graham with Cat Graham. Do you oh. remember that one? Yes. And then the the Christmas toy drop. Those are all Netflix originals and yeah. they were Hallmark themed. I Super, think that if yeah. they want to, if they want to rise above, come, do your own formula, follow something yeah. that works for you. Don't try to Hallmark is great because it's Hallmark. I don't want, I won't go to Netflix to watch a Hallmark movie. I'll go to Hallmark to watch a Hallmark movie. Yeah. I feel like it's, I don't know. I feel like whenever I watch a Netflix rom-con, rom-con, rom-com, <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm I'm not looking for the hop, hallmark approach more. I'm exactly. more looking for the how to lose a guy in ten days. Yes, dresses. the funny, the different, the edgy. Yeah, you know, and really when you have like a name like Rachel Lee Cook, which mm-hmm. I know she's not a plus star, you should be though. But in our age range, you know, she is. Yes. 100%. So I feel like she could do a better movie than this. Mm-hmm. I agree. But I this, still really enjoyed it. This is the first one I've seen her in a long time. Do you she still did. have it pulled He's up? all that. Ugh. Yeah, she did that just to throw them a pity thing. That was the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. There's no <laughs> way Rachel Lee Cook did that because, oh, this would be good for my career. No, she did it because she's the OG queen. That was why she did that. Oh, movie. I know she had like had a, she had to do it, but I don't know. I kind of enjoyed it. What? I did. Why? I didn't, I didn't love it. I didn't love it. And make- oh, it was so terrible. <laughs> I feel like I laughed a little bit more than I should have, but I maybe that's my problem. I don't think I should. I laughed. I I think I laughed at the wrong times. Yeah, I was gonna say I <laughs> laughed a lot, but it was like almost I'm embarrassed for you kind of laugh. <laughs> and I don't think that's what they were going for. Like it made me feel so. I don't know, skeeved out when I was done watching it. I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. So overall grade for this one gets, I think I'll go, I'll, I'll agree with you, B plus. 
I think we can give it a B plus. It was enjoyable. It was sweet. You can watch it with the entire family without any fear or worry of any kind. Just be ready for an even keel, quick done. If there's yeah. no burn, there's no, because there wasn't, there wasn't a slow burn. There wasn't a, any sort of typical trope other than Hallmark. So it, it was good. It was good. Yeah, it was good. And it is a one-off movie. That's how they made it. Of course, if Netflix is going to be doing these kind of things, they could very easily turn it into a, a sequel later on down the line. And they did that with another Christmas movie, or maybe that was Hallmark that did that. It was Christmas in California. The guy who went from California to the Christmas ranch. Yeah. And then he fell in love with her. And then the second movie was their engagement. And so they, they've done that oh, before. Yeah. yeah. The I see what you're saying. Very good. I, don't, I usually don't like sequels with these kind of mm-hmm. movies. No. Like leave it one and done. Yeah. And the only thing that would make this a good sequel if they were to do something later on down the line is focusing more on the country. Like the she wanted him to maintain ownership of the tourism company. Maybe mm-hmm. if you're going to do that, focus on, hey, we're going to build this brand together, you and I, and then what they do and seeing making it more like a cultural piece rather than a rom-com. You know, I just yeah, I, I feel like if there Vietnam. was a sequel, it would not have to do with them too. Like, I feel like we've already moved on from them. It would like if they wanted to focus on like on and like maybe her finding somebody and maybe they're um, Rachel Lee Cook. Ooh, that would be fun. Like, you know, in it, but not like the stars of it. Like that you can kind of see there. Mm-hmm. That's how a lot of like my love books are, you know, when they have like a yeah. series that's like you still you you finish your first and then you kind of move on to yeah. your and they're second, ba- they become background characters. Of, hear about the first couple you already mm-hmm. fell in love with so you get these little updates I and like that those. would bring in your funny because i think she picturing who on would be with it's got to be some weird guy <laughs> that would be great i think that's a great you should write that script and pitch it to netflix <laughs> i think that would be great <laughs> you would and, laugh at me <laughs> you and ben could write the script together <laughs> i would yeah. so love to read a script that you and ben wrote together all right, so we give this one a B plus, and as much as we enjoyed this, our next one, it was fun and it was interesting because it, it wasn't your typical Western rom-com. And I really, we really, really loved that about it. I, well, at least I did. I'm sure that's why you liked it too. And this is our 2022, our honorary 2023 <laughs> one. It's wedding season, which by the way, every time I looked it up on IMDb, it brought me to a Hallmark movie called Wedding Season. It was definitely not the same thing. Okay, so I'm like, I'm on IMDb right now, and I'm on the correct one. <laughs> <laughs> you made me look twice. I was like scrolling back up. Like, Just uh... making sure. <laughs> I'm like, these look like the people. Now, I'm going to butcher every name. Asha and Ravi are the main two. Oh, yeah, Asha and Ravi. Like, I know their name names. I'm talking about their real names. Oh. <laughs> Didn't look at that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Pallavi? Yeah, that's right. Pallavi Sharda. Pallavi Sharda plays Asha. And Siraj. Yeah, Siraj Sharma plays Ravi. Mm-hmm. And Ariana Afsar plays Priya. I really liked Priya, too. I did, too. I kind of <laughs> wish I got a little bit more Priya. <laughs> I liked Priya and Nick together. I did, too. I, they were so funny. I did, too. I <laughs> the loved one where- them. What was the line he said about curry? There was some line he said about curry at dinner and his Priya was like, no, stop. And he immediately went, I don't know why I said that. Why do I keep saying this? And she keeps going, just stop talking. He was so enthusiastic all the time. It was just like secondhand cringe. Yes. As I was watching it, I was like, oh my gosh. Please stop, Nick. <laughs> and I love how Priya handled it every time. Like, it was almost like this is so normal and commonplace for her now that she's just like, nope, I'm just going to walk right through this. <laughs> oh my gosh. He was, I, for half the movie, I feel like he kind of stole the show for me. Agreed. And a lot of it is because, like, we were just talking about uh, the tourist love. I like humor. Yes, in my show, exactly. And he was the comedy aspect in this movie, so I kind of kept going towards him and him and Priya. Mm-hmm. But the main people in this are Asha and Ravi, 
Yep. So Amanda, you have wedding season pulled up in front of you. What's the synopsis of the movie? Show off. <laughs> I'm a professional. I couldn't say that word for anybody <laughs> wondering. I was the gonna rat you out. Word. The synopsis word. S Y M N O P. I can't. I give up on it. Okay, so Asha and Ravi, they're pressured by their parents to find spouses. Mm-hmm. And they pretend to date during the summer of weddings. I feel like we've kind of had this movie before mm-hmm. where they go to a bunch of weddings together. What is that freaking movie? <laughs> <laughs> That's several different movies. You know, they go it's... to a bunch of weddings. Like, yeah, there's there's a ton of movies like this mm-hmm. out here, but this one was really cute. It's a lot of the Indian culture which i love i'm a massive bollywood fan that's because their weddings are amazing oh freaking gorgeous yes the colors are vibrant and beautiful and the song the music that they play behind their dances and the meaning that they give everything is so beautiful they are they're i loved this movie just because it is like that same Mm -hmm. it's the same old same old they go yeah. to these bunch of weddings together and they ultimately ultimately fall in love with each other. But like I said, it was so different with it being in the Indian culture and getting to see all of these beautiful weddings. Yeah. Also the- that we have the side kind of story with Priya and Nick mm-hmm. and you know her own, her own sister's getting married. Yes. So <laughs> and remember it was the parents, it was Ravi's mom and Asha's mom who created a fake profile online for each of them. <laughs> yeah. And that was why they got matched up because the mothers were it was like the mothers were playing matchup on these things Matchmaker. and neither Ravi nor Asha was aware that this was out there at first. Not a clue. (laughs) There was the one scene in the trailer when her mom, who I love her mom too. What is, I forget her name. Sood, I think is her last name. Vina, Vina Sood. She plays Sunita. But she, um, when they're sitting down to dinner, it's when Nick says the curry line. And she says, this table, this plate was meant for the one who was supposed to be your husband. And I'm just going to save it for him. And she puts an iPad up there with the picture of this guy on the middle of the plate. I love her mom. (laughs) Also, did you notice who else was in there who played VJ or Vijay? Mm, that didn't sound yes, right. Yes, yes. How um, do you say his name? VJ. VJ. Okay, that's what I BJ. thought. Rizwan Manji. Yes. What's um, his name in Shit's Creek? I, I, I'm trying to think. Ah! <laughs> um, it with an R. Like, it's not Ron. Oh. What is it? Is it Ron? Ray. No. Ray. Ray. That's his name. Yes, Ray. You're so close so close <laughs> it started with an r that was all i could offer you <laughs> yes i i recognized him immediately and i felt like he was i fe- i felt like it was ray yes he's <laughs> funny in every role he plays i love that man every i will watch any movie he's in because he's just so i mean that's appropriate he's just so funny he's naturally charismatic and he's naturally funny he's he's hilarious i completely loved him in this movie yes we also have ruth goodwin who played tina i forget what the character was oh she worked in the office with asha that's right she's kind of like high up here so i was like do we who is she yeah she and damian thompson who plays james Mm. damian thompson was her boss and then tina was her co-worker like they were on the same level i think that's right that's right it's coming it's coming back I could not tell you what she did for a living. I just know that she used to work on Wall Street and now she's working for this firm trying to get over to London. She, <laughs> I just know that the defining thing was um, when they, when Raja, when Raj, oh my gosh, when Ravi and Asha, <laughs> Raj. When, those, <laughs> when those two met each other in the cafe, she was saying, I just got, I'm, I'm working for a promotion at work and I have time for nothing else but work and I'm okay with that. And he says, I just took time off from work and I have absolutely nothing to do with my life right now. And I'm <laughs> totally okay with that. Like that's their personality. Even at the wedding, she brings her laptop to work on, which is, yeah. How did her parents not know what was going on? Because she was bringing her laptop to weddings that her oh, parents I don't know. were at. I think they were just oblivious. I think they just, part. I, I, honestly, I don't think they cared. Because she was there with a boy. <laughs> they they saw a man next to her and they're yeah. like, it, w- w- whatever. 
Yes. <laughs> we find out though he's not unemployed. We well, find he, out he is. He is, but he's like a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, he can be unemployed. Yes. <laughs> and it was such a strange like wait because he's trying to help his parents mm-hmm. so much and save them, but they're so proud. Yes. And they don't want help, which I don't know. That confuses me. Like if it's if it's your own child helping you, I guess I don't understand that. I mean, it's a, a it's definitely a culture thing because it's yes. not this, it's not the first time I've seen, and it's not just Indian people. It's a lot of cultures who, mm-hmm. you know, feel this way. They don't want their kids spending their money and taking yeah. care of them. Mm-hmm. But in other cultures, they expect their children to take care of them. exactly. And I don't, I don't claim to be an expert on Indian culture, but I knew, I, I feel like from the, the research I've done, the very little research I've done in that culture and most of my information, I'm going to be honest, comes from the Bollywood movies that I watch mm-hmm. and the Indian mm-hmm. movies that I watch. But I feel like in that culture specifically, the hierarchy of the family is very, very important. Yeah. And so if you're, especially since your goal is another one i'm excited to talk about this show and i'm so hoping evie is going to be on that podcast with me but we're going to be talking about later on in our season jewish matchmaking and indian matchmaking mm-hmm. and so you get a glimpse into their culture there they're hyper focused on procreating on finding a husband finding us finding a wife having children and mm-hmm. continuing your family line so i think for him it was it was not only that he wanted to help his parents but also that he was not focused on the right things yeah. Why are you so focused on helping us when you should be focused on finding a wife? Yeah. They want him to do his goddess before his wannas. Yeah. Wait, what? Because if we do your goddess before your wannas. What does that mean? What's do wannas? what you have to do wannas. Oh, do what God. You have to oh, 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 oh. Your goddess I gotcha. before you do your wannas. <laughs> so do what you got to do <laughs> before you do what you want to do. <laughs> what the heck is a wanna? Wanna. I get it now. Wanna, wanna. I was, I was hearing W-A-T-T-A. I was like, what the heck is that? And I thought it was something they said in the movie and that I just Wada. completely missed it. <laughs> nope. Do your goddess before you do your wannas. That I think that's exactly it. And so it was, this was another, like, I think my kids could watch this movie with me. I think it's fairly safe. I think it's G. I would give it, well, let's, let's talk favorites and complaints first. Do you have Ooh. any of those? Yes, I think all of my favorite parts have to do with Nick. Nick. <laughs> um, he's my star in this movie. <laughs> really, when he writes it on the elephant. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. <laughs> and I'm like, sir, you're not the star. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Oh, I didn't. That's one of my favorite parts. This one, because he turns like corn and i was like no he did not (laughs) (laughs) my favorite bollywood movie is bride and prejudice go figure that's my favorite bollywood movie but the guy who plays will darcy rides in on an elephant on the end to surprise his girl (laughs) at her sister's wedding oh no (laughs) it's amazing it's so amazing see i could see nick doing that though oh absolutely <laughs> this, and the, these the really great thing about nick is he is doing it because he so badly wants to please her parents and he so badly yes. wants them to know i care about your culture i want to be part of your culture and he just fails so horribly at it oh in the best gosh. way <laughs> I, I feel i just I, i'm trying to think of more like even nick scenes i just feel like every single nick scene I was in love with and I was so afraid that Priya was gonna just get fed up and I'm just like oh I kept being nerve. I feel like I just kept being nervous the whole movie I'd be like okay maybe he went too far this time <laughs> nope it's true love she really loves him let me she tell does. you what I mean. <laughs> because if I if I was in her shoes like me on the outside I'm laughing at him if I was in her shoes I would probably be embarrassed half the time and be like I don't know that guy absolutely <laughs> i don't know him although being asha around nick like that'd be that'd be golden i would egg him on <laughs> please say more this is what you should do <laughs> oh yeah did i feel like she did something like that in this movie didn't she no she didn't 
I don't think so. I think she was almost embarrassed for her sister. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know that I can come up with any complaints for this one. Not because not, not because it's a perfect movie, but I think it's been too long since I watched it. That all I can remember are the good parts and the colors and the culture and the the overbearing mom who is very like it's it reminded me a little bit of my big fat Greek wedding with the mom there who is so obsessive and you know it's it's that's what I remember of this movie and I didn't watch it that long ago, but I, I didn't watch it very long ago it. either. But and I don't have many complaints. Hmm. Um, I will say I was getting a little fed up with how long she was pushing him away and then how she kind of used his money as like a bad thing yes i agree with towards that's him something yes because that that kind of bothered me i'm like that's his business that's his money that's it, and he it, never tried to hide it from her he never did and it's that kind of rubbed me the wrong way i think that would be my biggest complaint Mm-hmm. of the movie other than that though i think casting was great great i think writing was great i love seeing all the indian weddings mm-hmm. like i don't know i think there was a right amount of comedy in it yeah to be a good rom-com as mm-hmm. well so that's mine i give it i give it an a minus <laughs> look at you <laughs> i think my, I, I agree with that complaint completely. I'm, I'm totally on board with that. And this isn't really a complaint exactly, but the the way that I wanted to focus more on Nick and Priya versus Asha and Ravi when I was supposed to want more of Asha and Ravi, just because like, because Ravi had funny yeah. parts, but they were so subtle. Like when he would go to the weddings with her and he would like get her, try to get her on the dance floor by dancing weird to her. Like that was funny, but it was like a cute funny. It wasn't like, a, oh my gosh, I'm laughing so hard because you're so ridiculous funny. Yeah. So I, yeah. I think that if they could have just put a little bit more of the humor into them so we focused more on them and had Nick and Priya be the background rather than equal billing. Mm-hmm. But even that's not really a complaint because I liked Nick and Priya and I liked well, Asha yeah. and Ravi. So it's not really a complaint. I think my overall grade would be, yeah, I think I'd agree with the A minus. It's not it's not A plus worthy. No. But it's entertaining. But it's, it's better than a fun. B plus. Yes, I agree. Because it felt a little more high end. It felt like they put a little more depth into the story. They did. They did. I think and I really think the only thing that would a tourist guy to love, I, I would have given it the same grade if it just had a little bit more of the comedy. Yep. Agreed. I think that's I, the I only agree. thing that was really kind of missing for it for me. So this one A minus. I will watch. I actually have watched it two times now mm-hmm. and I'll probably watch it again. Not back yeah. to back to back, but once a year, maybe. Yeah. Twice a year, maybe depending on my moods. <laughs> I'll throw it on. I, I like it. I agree with them. I think wedding season, I don't think there is a way to make this even remotely a sequel. <laughs> No, because, because there's so Nick, many of these. The only other thing I would think of is like Nick and Priya, but they're already married. So yeah. that was kind of the final one was their wedding, wasn't it? That was the final wedding that they went to. Yeah. So this is this is a great movie. I, I, I don't believe there is any sequel potential, at least not my opinion. And I don't know that I would want to see a sequel for this. No. I think just leave it where it's at. Leave it with this A minus rating. Yeah. And be satisfied with the good grade you got. Yeah. I definitely agree. Yeah, definitely so agree. We're going to move into another new one from this year that has some tried and true veterans of this genre. Yeah. This, may this one my is my favorite. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> this one is going to get high marks. Oh, A plus. I'll go ahead and tell you. Mm-hmm. Because and you know how I grade that is because this is one I will want to watch over and over and over. Not just once a year, not this every once in a while. Like I will watch this one for yeah. a feel-good movie at any point in time. And I'm sorry. It's a lot of it has to do with the casting. Mm-hmm. You know, it is that Reese Witherspoon, Ashton Kutcher. I'm sorry, but you can't really get too much better than that. No, I'll be honest. I me. will watch almost any Reese Witherspoon movie on repeat. Absolutely. I mean, who wouldn't? 
She just <laughs> and her and Ashton Kutcher together are so natural. So natural. And, and I naturally funny. The press that came out after this of all the accusations of them having an affair. What? It was a huge thing. No way would he do that to Mila Kunis. No way. Mila, Mila used to call them. And well, it was the whole thing of they're like all when they were on the red carpet and stuff, they wouldn't like stand very close to each other. And I think that was just out of respect. Yeah. Uh, like recent Ashton. They would like stand next to each other, but not like hug on each other mm-hmm. or like, you know, touch like shoulders. Normal adult professionals. And it actually Mila came out and like publicly and was like, You guys need to act like you like each other more if you want to promote this movie. Like she's like all it and they it was a crazy like backstory like oh they're acting like that because they're secretly seeing i don't know how i missed that like no they're not doing that they're doing that out of respect for their freaking partners even though reese is getting a divorce right now i know that makes me sad (laughs) Uh, i didn't really like that guy too much yeah but i just i just like reese to have happiness i think reese is perfectly happy on her own i know i wish i hope one day that she finds somebody worthy of her yes i i will agree with that because Ryan Philippe was not it. Let me tell you, I cried when they broke up because I thought that it was that was like, I don't want to say it was like just royalty of, you know, LA royalty of them two being together because they were both so, it was cruel intentions. Like, it, yeah. that, you know, it just came from that. And you're like, yeah, you want them together in real life. So when they broke up and got divorced, I was freaking crushed. <laughs> so I'm like, great. There, like, there goes all my chances of love. I was angry. <laughs> I, was, I was, but I was super mad at Ryan. <laughs> I still haven't forgiven him to this no. day. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I've watched anything else he's been in. Like, how I could haven't. you? How could you get better than Reese Witherspoon? I'm sorry. I haven't seen. I didn't know. I didn't even know he had anything. <laughs> nope. I didn't either. I don't watch I have this no stuff. Interest. No. I have no interest. I'm sorry. You're gonna step out on Reese? Mm-mm. No. I'll marry I'm her. with you. All done with you, man. Oh and Ashton Kutcher and his wife are—they are like two, my two favorite people, human beings ever. Yes, I mean anybody. It's—it's it's almost the same thing because you have like Reese and Ryan who yeah. were like cruel intentions couples, and then you have Mila and Ashton who came show. from that '70s show. Who, let's just say they—they—they they, they weren't my favorite characters in that no. '70s show. let's be real i laughed at kelso a lot but i didn't really like him he wasn't a likable character exactly (laughs) and you know mila wasn't supposed to either no but i still love the outcome of that yes her i mean they met when she was 16 or 17 14 oh oh, that's right that's right she was 14 when she started that 70s show she was like (laughs) i think she was like 13 when she got casted and she started Mm -hmm. at 14 but she had to lie about her age yep um so i mean they've known each other for that years long, and it's just like that like heartwarming yeah of, and how much they're actually in love with each other mm-hmm. i hope my gosh I, i've been burned by these hollywood couples who like after they're 20 years of marriage they like though. separate and they're you're like wait what because i mean <laughs> you you listen to both of them talk separately on talk shows and stuff they're both so down to earth it's ridiculous them. and the other thing too is that nothing inappropriate even happened when they were young because i mean they no. left the show they moved on to other shows other projects other people and they came together later in life because they're just they just had a connection and yeah. i think that they are so cute together i, I like watching hot ones oh That's yeah one of my favorite youtube shows i love i love first we feast but they were both on there and there's one <laughs> <laughs> mila is like you did this how could you do this? He's in the background going, who are you talking to? There's nobody over here. <laughs> but they just, they have that fun. It's, and that's what you look for in a rom-com. That funny. Yeah. They have that built up connection. And Ashton can put that next to a cardboard box. I used to not like him. as Like, I didn't like him when he tried to do serious. Because he can no. be charming. He doesn't have to be goofball Kelso funny. But he can no. be charming and have that charisma of with funny and i think exactly. that's what he plays off the best so that's what he is in this movie for sure see i think i have, I have the same feeling as like john christian john what i cannot speak today 
John Krasinski. <laughs> What's wrong with my mouth? I oh, oh no, that was really hard to swallow. <laughs> I I drank a large uh, Red Bull slush. Now you're talking too fast for your Texan mouth. I think that's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) So we got way off. (laughs) The premise for your place or mine, I'm just going to read the synopsis, is two long distance best friends change each other's lives when she decides to pursue a lifelong dream and he volunteers to keep an eye on her teenage son. Now they had met years ago in California and he was a bit of a commitment phobe and so she thought they were going to turn into something. They had sort of like a one night stand, but again, this is, this is not something where they showed anything happening there. So it's, it's, it's safe to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he moved, but they continued to talk every day and they tell each other everything, everything. everything. I loved their friendship. Yes. I think that's I what I so loved sweet. about this movie was it, okay. It went from a drunken night. Mm-hmm. to an actual friendship yep of like a deep down solid friendship into at the end a yes. relationship and i feel like that's that's a solid that's be a solid you know relationship too yeah, yeah. friends I, to lovers that's like that's one of my favorite things yeah absolutely and they did an amazing job mm-hmm. and not and- only do we have her name her son's name jack i think so yeah jack yeah, Jack Wesley Kimmel. Wait, yeah. is that Jimmy Kimmel's son? And it looks like he's like on. Oh, he was on Good Girls too. I don't, I don't know. His father is writer, director, producer Jonathan Kimmel. I wonder if Jimmy Kimmel is his uncle. Oh, okay, that that's makes why. sense. So okay, because he he he's got that family gene there. <laughs> yep. What two of my favorite people actually are in this? There is Tig Notaro. I think she is so. She plays Alicia yeah he is so funny i love her i love her and steve zahn oh he's one of my favorite have you ever seen it's oh my gosh it was it was um the guy from american pie jason biggs jason biggs jack black and steve zahn were in a movie with amanda pete and it was like they were obsessed with neil diamond (laughs) that was when i first met my husband years ago when I first met my husband, we would watch that movie and repeat, and I fell in love with Steve Zahn. He is so funny in everything he does, and he can play a whole. He's always goofy, but he plays a whole gamut of characters, and he does it well. I didn't enjoy seeing his butt crack out so much in this, but he himself <laughs> was hilarious in this movie. But Tig Notaro, she is, uh, she's hilariously funny. She is. Her I, deadpan I adore her is like everything. my sweet spot. Her deadpan comedy. I just, <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah. Be in more things, please. Yes. Oh, she needs to be in more things. Ab- <laughs> absolutely. She's been in a lot of stuff, like, mm-hmm. but she always had like these little teeny tiny roles, which I think is perfect for her. Yes. I don't see her as like the leading character. Mm-hmm. I love her as that side character that brings in that comedy because yeah. it's just. She knows how to do it mm-hmm. perfectly. So does uh, Steve Zahn. He's he perfect does. at yep. being that like side character that brings in that funny. So them two together, yes, because they can it. be they can be side characters. They can be background characters because their presence is so huge. I think that if they were the lead, it would be too much. My their my pre- actual favorite movie that he was ever in, and I watched it just like last week because i watch it probably once every couple of months is riding in cars with boys oh Oh my gosh i haven't seen that movie in so long i watch it all the time i i own it on amazon (laughs) that makes like i watched it because i felt like i could buy it on amazon because i watch it just that Mm -hmm. much and i didn't know it's finding it on streaming now it gets harder and harder with those older movies it does so and that was like one, you know, he was played, he played a leading role and it wasn't his, like, I feel like he kind of went more comedy after that. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad well, he I th- did. I think that was after the Neil Diamond one. Was it after? I'm going to look up what the name is because that movie was so good. I mean, it's slightly inappropriate, but it's, it's hilarious. We would gather around in my husband's tiny little dorm room and we'd <laughs> watch it on this really tiny TV. I forgot he was a tall girl. He's been in so many things. Oh, he's been in. A he ton. was in the. He was in the Diary of a Wimpy Kid too, wasn't he? He played the dad. 
he did white lotus recently did you you probably I don't, don't watch right white no, lotus that's not my he bag. was he wasn't very funny in there either but he was a little bit funny like he still had that funniness mm-hmm. he was amazing in the white lotus perfect pulled it off amazingly of course he was in friends so you gotta love anybody that's in friends oh yeah where is it <laughs> i just oh, i forgot he was in you've got day. mail that's right he was meg ryan's assistant in the bookstore and you've got mail oh man i haven't seen that in forever though saving silverman that's the movie i'm talking about saving silverman oh yes <laughs> it's so yeah fun. yeah writing in cars with boys they came out the same year actually anyway Take Natero, fantastic. Steve Zahn, amazing. I honestly don't think I have many. Com- I mean, for me, and I know I'm the minority in this, I wish it wasn't so sexy, sexy times when she was in New York with Jesse Williams. But uh, talk for yourself because that's another I character I'm that minority. <laughs> you didn't even mention was that my husband from another mother. How does that make sense? I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. Your husband. I'm keeping I heard it. I heard it. I'm keeping it. My husband I love it. Another. I love it. Um Jesse Williams. <laughs> I'll take him as a brother if I... I mean he's he's beautiful. Like he's too pretty almost. Those eyes are ridiculous. Like that shouldn't be Just... allowed to have that kind of eye color. It's that eye color that... with his I, I don't even use this word very often, but his swagger. Yeah. In his skin tone. Mm-hmm. Just everything that's put together is like such a, a nice little package. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That and his like... voice is so like it's it's commanding, but it's so soft. And he's just like it, it's like when you look at Jesse Williams or you hear Jesse Williams, it's like you're yes. looking at a bunch of contradictions that should not make sense. How does he make it make sense? But he does. He makes it make he sense. Why? I mean. I don't know why you guys think I started watching Grey's Anatomy, but <laughs> has he been in that from the beginning? No, not from the beginning. But I, I, think I, so. I, I didn't watch Grey's Anatomy from the beginning. Oh, you didn't? I only started watching Grey's Anatomy maybe. I suppose you would be 13. five years ago. <laughs> you would yeah. be thirteen if you watched it from the beginning. I've maybe five years ago I started watching Grey's Anatomy. I've seen it probably three times all the way through now. He was one of the reasons because I loved him. All right. So favorites about your place or mine. I think we kind of talked about that. I, anything, any scene with almost any of these people, even, oh, who was the lady who played uh, his his neighbor? Ashton Kutcher's neighbor in LA. What was her name? Where am Minka? I at? Yes, Minka. Mm-hmm. I thought at first, I thought that was a little forced when she all of a sudden was like, oh, we're best friends now. But the more I saw her on screen, it was like, okay, this this makes sense, actually. This is just who this person is. Yeah. No, I liked her. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought her character gave a lot to the movie. Yes, I agree. And, I mean, between her and Alicia, who was Tig, and Steve Zahn, who played uh, Zinn... <laughs> Like what did he say? He was he knew that if he was around all the time, she would eventually take notice of him. That was so weird to me. Like it took me a while to like figure out what was going on. Like, does he like a landlord? Does he? He's her neighbor. He's her extremely wealthy neighbor. (laughs) It took me a while to like figure out. I was like, what is the hell is going on here? there's he he played i mean i don't think he could ever do any wrong but he played that role it's so i feel like i just keep talking about steve zahn because i'm i'm in love with him but what's not to love about steve zahn (laughs) ashton ashton and reese had fantastic chemistry Mm -hmm. it was crazy is i mean they had phenomenal chemistry how often were they physically in the same scene together hardly ever i think that's why i liked it yeah it was kind of like that slow burn mm-hmm. but not a slow burn i don't know it but was there was they a, did it really nicely yes there was a depth to their relationship because they were friends they didn't need to have that fit because so many of these romantic movies and this is my issue with a lot of modern day rom-coms or a lot of modern day romance movies is they just shove sex down your throat and they shove these physicality intimate physicality scenes down your throat and i don't enjoy that i don't like seeing that I got intimacy from them 
mm-hmm. because it was a solid relationship and they were never even in the same scene together until the end. Yeah. And I preferred their relationship to so many of the rom-coms that are out there right now that are new. Absolutely. This one was by far my favorite yeah. out of all of them. <clears throat> and, and even the way complaints. Ashton was and Ashton was great with Tig too and he was great with Steve I love his reaction to Steve he can't add your reaction like what the heck is going on right now <laughs> who are you and has she never like meant they talk every day but she's never mentioned this weird neighbor with his butt yeah. crack out hanging out her front yard all the time like what is that didn't he say at one point oh so you're Peter I've heard about you has she talked about me no she's no. never once mentioned me no <laughs> who are you <laughs> Poor Steve. <laughs> what is his name in this show? Zen. Zen. I should have. Why did I not know it was Zen? That's Zen. dumb that I didn't know his name. But even Ashton, I mean, with he has this chemistry. We see her, Reese Witherspoon, have chemistry with Minka and with Jesse Williams, whose name I also don't remember. Theo. We Yo. see her have the chemistry there. But then we also see Ashton have chemistry with those same people. And we see them both have chemistry with Tig and Steve as well. Mm-hmm. so it was just it was just a really good balance i have very few complaints about this movie very very i don't think i have any actually i i've been thinking about some for the past few minutes you got some no oh <laughs> i was gonna say it's a first I, that I've been you have some and my I brain <laughs> no i've been racking my brain over here and i just he was brilliant even jack he i thought he Usually, sometimes when they're they're younger kids or that age kids, you know, where they're going through puberty, their growth spurt, their acting is really awkward. Yeah. This was the perfect amount of awkward that it was supposed to be. Yeah. He it was, was the perfect age awkwardness. Yeah. It felt real. I have I would, A plus for me. I would give this movie top stars. Same. A plus. I, I got nothing. Absolutely. Go watch it. Run. Yes. And there is, I mean, this movie was closed off pretty well. I don't, I'm not going to tell you the ending, but the movie was closed up pretty well. I, there's, I don't think there's any reason to even think about doing a sequel. It's no. not going to make you more money. They are too... Reese and Ashton Kutcher make very smart business decisions, and they're not going to agree to do a sequel because they know that this was the perfect ending. This was a one-shot, and we're done. So that's what's next for this is nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Imagine in your head done. what it will be, and that's it. Don't mess with something good. Exactly. And now we have one more honorable mention. I have not seen it, but it, I did not watch it because I thought it was something else and I had no desire <laughs> to see it. But we are going to, Amanda is going to school us on you people with Jonah Hale and Eddie Murphy. And I'm just going to do a super, super kind of quick. Yeah. So this follows a new couple and their families who find themselves examining modern love and family dynamics amidst clashing cultures expectations and generational differences i mean it was it, it was very uh it had a lot of jewish culture and a lot of black culture i thought it was really well done will i watch it again probably not and i think that's a lot because of jonah hill's hair oh my gosh it's so um, terrible it was a big problem for me <laughs> And I know Maureen doesn't like Jonah Hill very much. I love Jonah Hill. I I was actually very impressed with the cast in this whole movie. Who is in it? I only know Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill. Those are the only two names so I know. So Jonah Hill, Lauren London, who plays Amira, who plays his uh, girlfriend. She's okay. I don't really know her much anything else, but she was, I loved her in this. She was, she plays Eddie Murphy's daughter? She does, yeah. And Eddie Eddie Murphy, who he's you know hit what? or miss with me too. He has always been very hit or miss for me. I didn't love him in this. I did not love him in this. I liked him. I didn't love him. He played Akbar. So like as he gets older, I like him less. I do too. He was, you know, he he felt more serious. It was like funny serious mm-hmm. in this movie. I like when Eddie Murphy is like Dr. Doolittle. Yes. Type of funny. Yes. And not where he's like grouchy and kind of where he was in this movie. He's he was to be just, too edgy. Yeah. And like there was like funny parts, but even like when the funny parts, like his face, like he would never laugh. Like there was just like, it was too, he was being too serious. Mm. So, and also uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus. I freaking love that woman. 
I do too. I love her and everything she does. Mm-hmm. She plays Jonah Hill's mom, uh, Shelly. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's so dumb <laughs> when, it, <laughs> when it comes to Amira's culture because they're not, they're black, but they're Muslim. Okay. So, and then, <laughs> you know, Jonah Hill and, Shel- and Julia Lewis are Jewish. So there's, <laughs> she keeps trying to compare the Holocaust and the oh no slavery oh no <laughs> that, that is a mistake and she it is just there was a lot of cringe in this movie which is it always makes me uncomfortable really when I don't have anything to I don't know the cultures. You know, and it's like I don't know who's who's right, who's wrong. I don't know anything about these cultures when I'm like watching the movie. I'm sure for the cultures that the movie is going on about, I bet they love the movie because I feel like it's funny, hopefully. Obviously, I don't know. I probably won't watch it again. Is um, David Duchovny, does he play Julie Louis Dreyfus's husband? Yes. And then who he's very Re- quiet though. <laughs> who does uh Rita Pearl Rhea Perlman play? Because I love her too. Bubby, who's that? Is that Joan Hill's grandma? <laughs> it is. Or his grandma or his aunt. Is Bubby. That's 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 like a Jewish term for grandma, isn't it? Bubby? Grandmother, I think. Yeah. I think and, it is his grandmother. And then Mr. Greenbaum was who? Because I love Elliot Gould. Elliot Gould. That was another one of his, like, it was either his grandfather or an uncle, or it was part of his family. They weren't, they weren't in the movie a whole bunch. Okay. It was only like a few little scenes that they were in. They are phenomenal. I love both of those two. I so see. Much. I like Mike Epps, who played I, yeah, he's uncle funny too. EJ. He was, he was funny. He's been in a lot too. He has. Um, Brian Greenberg, who is. How do I know him? One Tree Hill. Nope. <laughs> That's, I mean, that you've probably heard us talking because we are like obsessed with Brian Greenberg. Yeah, but I've seen him similar. Let me look it up. Oh, yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff. But, and he wasn't like too big into the movie either, which more so disappointed me because. Who did he play? Like Like, one of his cousin, like one of the friends or cousins or something like that. Like he really wasn't a huge part of the movie, which kind of bummed me out. Yeah. I liked the movie. I would actually probably give it a B. Okay. Just not, um, it's just too edgy to watch again, maybe. You know what? It was just because I felt uneducated in the cultures. Oh, that makes sense. And I don't know. And logically, I don't know what I should laugh at and what I shouldn't laugh at. And <laughs> it's true. You know what? And you're not allowed to make that distinction on your own, I feel like. I feel like that's no, a dangerous thing I'm, to do. I'm a white girl. Like, I, I mean, I don't know what is appropriate culturally to laugh at and so i felt kind of uncomfortable watching and going that's funny but is it should am i allowed to laugh like (laughs) like there there was some parts of the movie where i laughed out loud that i knew it was okay to laugh at but that's why i give it a b i wouldn't like fail it or anything like that i think it was a well-done movie i might have to just watch it again and give it another chance i don't know (laughs) maybe i'll give it a shot it wasn't horrible. That's what I'm like. I don't want to say it was like a horrible movie because it really wasn't a horrible movie. Was uh, there a lot of language in it? Not too, oh, too good. much. That was not one reason much. I was avoiding it because I know that a lot of things that Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill do has a lot of language. And I didn't, yeah. I wasn't sure if I wanted to go through that. Oh, uh, well, this says profanity severe. So maybe if I'm looking at it's rated R. Well, maybe, maybe I'll look into it. I mean, severe language, maybe. <laughs> Oh, I'll give it a like shot. I, I cuss like a sailor, so maybe I just don't even notice it. I, I think that might be it. Maybe don't ask me. <laughs> but like the sex nudity is like mild. There's no violence or gore. There's no intense screen. There's very moderate alcohol or drugs or smoking, okay. anything like that. I would say like the worst thing in this is, I guess, the profanity, which okay, it wasn't even like a huge red flag to me. The trailer was really funny, though. I, I really that was what was. maybe because I was like, well, maybe maybe this isn't what I think it is. So I watched the trailer and that was the first time I found out that he was from a Jewish family. And I was like, what? I, 
know that's what this was. Yeah. So it's the trailer I, did look really interesting. <laughs> there was like there was funny parts like with I feel like the most funniest parts with this movie was between like Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy when they were trying to like when he's asking her hand in marriage and you know that's not going to go over well with Eddie Murphy the first time. So it was like little Certainly funny not with parts. that slick back hair. <laughs> I honestly think my biggest pet peeve of this movie was his hair and I like why? Why is it greasy? Why is it slicked back like that? Like I'm watching the video right right now. Like I don't know what he's trying to do. And it's like a backwards ombre effect where it's like <laughs> dark until like right here and then it's just blonde. Like what why? Why is this why is this a trendy thing? Why is dirty cool? I don't like it. I don't know. Like I feel like dry shampoo would be a friend. <laughs> it's my friend. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. So you give that one a B. And a B. that one is new on Netflix. That came out, mm-hmm. I think, like February this year. Yeah. It's so very it's, new. It's been uh, out. I think, it, I think even, I think it's even newer Later than that. Later than that. Yeah. It did come out recently. So there's, we've got some new ones for you. We've got Your Place or Mine. High marks. That's our favorite one on this list. It gets an A plus. You People. Mandy gives it a, what, a B or B plus? B. Okay. And then a Wedding Season. I think we gave it a minus two. Mm-hmm. And uh Tour's Guide to Love, we give a, a B plus two. So all good, they're good scores. Go and Nobody try failed. These, no, at all. No one even got average. <laughs> they're all good grades. My kids would get rewarded for these grades. So go check them out. Go see you want a, a good rom com. I would suggest first starting with your place or mine because that is one that you can cycle in over and over and over and over again. If you want something different, something fun, something edgy, you can go to you people. If you want something that's just different and beautiful and and interesting to look at and interesting to see families, I'd go with wedding season. If you just want something sweet and something very calm and still educational and beautiful. Try to or schedule love. All good. All good options. Check out our Facebook group, Netflix, Netflix Family Fan Club. Go on there. Let us know which one you watched and what, what you would rate it. What would you rate these shows? If you have not seen our teen flicks one, we put that one out last week. That, that was last Wednesday. Remember our Netflix episodes now come out on Wednesdays. Our Cruel Summer episodes come out on Fridays. Teen Flicks, we review Never Have I Ever, Exo Kitty, and Wednesday. So go check that one out. Let us know which ones you, do you agree with our ratings, our rankings? Which one did you like more? Why did you like it more? Was Maureen right on everything? Like, I, I, we want to know these things. So let us know <laughs> what your thoughts are, what you would write, what your opinions are. And don't forget to hit up that subscribe button. The more people we have subscribed to our YouTube page and the more people we have subscribed to our podcast channels, the more credible our podcast becomes and the more we can get you interviews. We are working really hard to get you interviews, especially during this writer's strike. We don't want you to feel like you're missing something when there's no, our shows aren't coming back on. So make sure to hit the subscribe button and rate us where you can and let us know what you think. And then we will see you Wednesday and Friday every day or every week this summer. Bye guys. Bye. Loving our content? Subscribe to our YouTube channel and don't forget to share our podcast with your family and friends. We want to continue the conversation with you. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok under Fandom Family Chats or one of our ever-growing Facebook groups by searching Family Fan Club. We've also launched a website, Family Fan Club 2021 at Wixsite.com. You can email us there and keep checking it for announcements and merch coming soon. And of course, be sure to tune in every week for new episodes discussing all your favorite shows.